0: All information given in this episode is for educational purposes and should not be tried prior to consulting a licensed physician and or certified state or accrediting bodies. We encourage all listeners to research, talk, and make all inquiries to all of the important professionals and governing bodies before acting on any information heard on the Day Love It podcast. Any action taken by any listener is done by and under their own omission and action, whether conscious to the results, positive or not. To the Della Fit Podcasts. 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together we make up the digital family that is the De La Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Philly's number one son, aka the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, bringing you another podcast excursion. Welcome one and all, everybody. It is January the 22nd, 2021. We have entered the first week of a new president of the United States. That's right. President Joe Biden and vice president Kamala Harris are our new commanders and chief for the United States. And, you know, it's, it's been an interesting, uh, change and shift where we're not pretty much a political show. Although I will say that we are a fitness show and I've always talked that, uh, discussed the fact that we are a 360, uh, fitness and health show, because everything evolves and re- revolves around fitness and health. M- makes no difference uh, what it is. Fitness is not just protein shakes and barbell plates. But I um, wanna discuss this because into our mental health, uh, it has been a quite a interesting situation that the country of the United States has been going through. Uh, The switch over has, I think, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's been easy, but I feel as though there is still a lot of unrest and unsettlement within the country. And in in truth, it is, there is a lot of unsettled uh, and anxiety and, and, and just uh, angst that is going through. entire country at this time, even though we have now switched over uh, to another president and vice president. Um, I want to say that uh, the inauguration was, I think, very, very fitting, very respectful and very representative of the positive and respect that uh, the United States of America uh, what the country can exude, which is a respect for life, humanity, and, uh, um, to be the best that you can in reflecting on those that have lost their lives due to COVID or just due to all types of situations. I just think that it was just a humongous, uh, 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 reflection and, uh, uh, I don't want to say it's, it's, uh, I guess we could say a celebration, but an honoring of a lot of the things that have taken place within the recent uh, years and also in the past. So I felt that the inauguration was kind of an homage to that. And I, I give full respect to, uh, the new commander in chief, as they always say, uh, out with the old and with the new. So, you know, Trump is no longer our the president of the United States. He is now living in Florida as a citizen. And um, I mean, what else can we say? You know, I'm not going to get into uh, what was what I believe is done wrong and political ideology and things of that nature. I'm just going to say that, you know, again, out with the old and with the new new situation. New thinking, new I won't say new direction, but uh, progressing in a different it progressing in a positive direction. Not to say that there wasn't any positive progression, you know, but I think there was a lot of confusion, I think there was a lot of misdirection, I think there was a lot of um, unclarity, and again. For those that tune into the podcast, 2020 was the year of clarity. So with that being said, you know, it's just a lot going on, Uh, whether in politically, whether um, culturally, you know, I think the lines have been drawn perhaps a lot clearer as to what will be accepted and what won't be accepted, that the old ways of thinking are definitely coming to an end separation is coming to an end people do not want to be separated we are physically separated right now so the hell with being mentally separated and we can always disagree that's part of our individuality you know uh i, I think it's foolish to think that we are to be uh, all together and kumbaya or kumbaya um and agree on everything that's just not how it's going to be it doesn't matter who you are where you come from what culture you're not going to agree on everything but the premise of the United States as a whole is that you can agree to disagree and still have civility and that's the biggest thing of all you know Um, now the thing of it is is that to make sure that everybody is afforded the things that allow them to act as a citizen because when you have a segment of society that is in survival mode it is very difficult to act civil so that's the thing you know and that's what we need to focus on but so much going on with that uh kudos to Kamala Harris being the first woman vice president truly an outstanding outstanding achievement uh, again, I think there's just the positives when it comes to uh, how far we've come as a society. Uh, the first woman to uh, be an, uh, an official in the Super Bowl. Uh, she, uh, she, there will, will be the first woman referee or to officiate a Super Bowl this uh, coming year. So that's going to be something uh, amazing as well. And I think as we keep pushing and progressing and leaving the old ways, which in a sense, in my personal belief, is really returning to the original ways. Because if you look at history, history is not as uh, separated or I should say culturally. We're not as separated as we would like to believe it is perpetuated in the, I'll say, neo- western world that we live in neo-modern world within the last 200 years I know that might seem to people like that's not really new but when you think ancient civilizations there has always been a mixing intermingling of cultures there has always been uh, marriage between many different cultures and societies and tribes and uh, clans so to have this mentality that It's us and them. There is an us and them. There is a positive just like there is a negative. But to focus that in a very narrow mindset of. I don't I don't don't even know how to put it. I don't want to say just a good and evil because I do believe there is a negative and there's a positive. But to classify every a specific groups as they are the the greater evil and they are the greater good that's not that's not true because that's just not how the creator created us you know there's so much that comes into humanity anyway we got a great show for you today we're going to be talking about Uh, toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. I know. Did I say it correctly? Femininity. (laughs) I know for many people out there, they're like, wait, there's a toxic femininity. Well, we're going to be getting a little bit into that. We've got uh, back with us today uh, the host of Sacred Radio, uh, the host of Sacred Lotus Radio, Sacred Lotus herself. She's going to be joining us and we're going to have a great conversation about toxic masculinity and toxic femininity what it does how we can be aware of it and uh just some of the things that we experience it's going to be a great show i'm very excited and i think that you're going to enjoy it so let's get into this show right after these important messages from our sponsors The Fit Podcast is sponsored by Mountain Made CBD. Mountain Made is changing the CBD game by offering a line of high-dose CBD tablets at an affordable price. Their products are THC-free and third-party tested for accuracy, cleanliness, and potency. Their products, which ship nationwide, include Build for CBD saturation, Boost for Precision Titration, Recovery for Rest and Rehab, with nine years experience in hemp and fitness, Mountain Maids founders are focused on creating a quality product to help those who live an activated lifestyle. Check out www.mountainmaid.life to find out more about how their products can help you crush life. Remember, their products ship nationwide. Go check out their website today and follow them on social media at m n t. M A D E. I started using Mountain Maid's Build CBD tablets to help me with the injury in my elbow. And let me tell you something not only has the injury subsided, but now I can do push ups and I'm back to bench pressing. So I encourage anybody who's interested to look up, check out Mountain Maid and all their products. I think you'll be glad you did. Welcome back, everybody, to the 360 Degrees Holistic Fitness and Health. That is the De La Fit Podcast today as you can see we are back in the studio that's right we have finally got back in here after months and months of being in quarantine and pandemic and not being able to go out and yeah you can go out but you can't touch people but now you can high five people but you gotta have your fist closed when you high five people instead of high five of people why don't you just you know tap their foot with your foot and then it's <laughs> so after months long of dealing with all that, we're back in the studio. We have what I think is going to be a very interesting show today. We're going to be talking about what is toxic masculinity or rather the topic of toxic masculinity and feminine, feminine toxic femininity. Sorry. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been a long day hey, yeah, a thank today is the returning guest sacred lotus from sacred yes. lotus radio she is joining us and uh we're just gonna get into it and uh we talked about this a little bit yesterday
1: yes we did and yes,
0: we did. the conversation was uh i will say very passionate one if, if i'm not correct it was a very passionate Barely. conversation that we both had um Barely. so one of the things i want to uh start discussing is the fact of let's deal with this thing of uh, toxic masculinity all right so wikipedia has it toxic masculinity three behaviors uh, or beliefs behind the phenomenon of toxic masculinity are suppressing emotions or make or making distress maintaining an uh, appearance of hardness violence as an indicator of power now these are something that, I, I, for for what I see here, I can I can agree with. But one thing I want to know about, or one thing I rather uh, want to have this discussions about is the fact that as a as a man, uh, I feel sometimes that we get. I don't want to say the short end of the stick. I don't want to say that at all because I believe that we put ourselves at the end of this stick a lot of times. All right, so I definitely want to put that out there. But uh, social media, I have found, is not a good help. Um, and one thing that I've noticed, and I don't know about you, Sacred Lotus, is the fact of I'll, I'll just deal with the memes. They're always very, very feminine-friendly uh, in, in the sense of uh, worship your woman, uh, praise your woman, Mm -hmm. and she will make you better now i'm not saying that i don't believe that putting into your significant other and since we're talking about we're we're going to say um the relationship between men and women so we're going to stay within that realm right not saying that putting into your significant other your woman as a man is not bad but what i do feel is that a lot of times is that when we see these things it's very heavily geared to the women Absolutely. And in this day and age where we're talking about inclusivity and equality mm-hmm. and all these other things what i find is that it's not very true the images that are being shown so um my, my question is what do you think about that how do you feel about that from, from the woman's point of view
1: well no i agree uh, like you stated earlier we always spoke about you know you say to how sometimes the man Can put himself at the end of the stick You know, but I am guilty of reposting some of those memes As in the benefit of the woman Even when it's speaking about uh, uh, Wanting a great man You know, even if it's speaking about uh, how What to do to um, Get a great man It always seems to benefit her You know And so we post these memes And we get like thousands and thousands of shares and likes on them because again it benefits us and always talks about um if he's not doing this right leave him or um uh it promotes the woman her self-healing and her self-worth what she needs to do to find a better man you know and there's and to me personally and i know this for a fact when i see these memes it does kind of benefit towards her you know it's not many out there that's in that talks about um what he should do to, 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 to attract a better type of woman. Cause we both know whether a man or woman, women have their issues as well that affect a lot of men, you know? So I don't see many of those means. So when you look at them, it's like, Hey, you know, everything is just talks about, you know, if you, if you were to just look at the means, and never really dealt with anyone, didn't have relationships, you would just think that, okay, this is a place to go for women only to find out how to get a better man or how to walk away from it. So, mm-hmm. I, I would have to agree with that part.
0: So, let me ask you this. Why, in your opinion, do you think that many of the memes that are put out there or much of the um, the conversation in social media is geared when it comes to relationships between men and women more so towards the
1: woman? We're talking about social media, right?
0: We are talking about social
1: media. Social media, the answer is, to me, it's it's easy. You get more clicks, you get more clicks. For instance, I'm not dropping names here, but I know several of, uh, I guess you would call them uh, motivational speakers, inspirational speakers who are men, who have thousands and hundreds of nothing but women followers. So they only really talk about what to do, what not to do. Um, they would they will hint on men here and there, but even their message to me, it seems like is geared towards women. So to answer your question, it is because women, let's be honest here, we're emotional. Men are too, but we're emotional, you know, um, we like to, we're more internal, we're more internal. And so when we read these memes, it makes us feel better about ourselves. So we share them with our homegirls, our coworkers like, girl, look at this, you know, next thing you know, you have a post that has close to 300 likes in 15 minutes so to me it's geared towards women for that reason and we can go even deeper when it comes down to the business aspect of some of these platforms that we are on because typically even when i post the memes men don't really click on them (laughs) they may like here and there they're not going to comment you may have one or two comments three at the most But if you go to my, my, my Instagram right now, and you look, it's nothing but women. And I am very mindful of, I have moments where I I speak for women, I speak for women, and I have moments where I'll post things about men, like, hey, listen, women, this is what we should do, or just uplifting men. Even still, most of the comments are women, are women. So it, it, (laughs)
0: <laughs> now I had a question about that, because you said okay. the word uplifting men, Yes, and this is something I noticed, and I've noticed this for a long time. I've noticed that it seems that when women begin to uplift men, or do mm-hmm. things that is acknowledging the positives of a man all right okay. and and we're gonna we're talking more specifically within the afro-caribbean culture that's something Absolutely. you know you all you and i both know about very very closely very well there seems to be there seems to be a a a feeling of this i don't want to say discontent but a feeling of they are not worthy of that and that bothers me, all right? And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I want to ask you about that, but <clears throat> I want to talk about why that bothers me. It bothers me because a large portion of the young men, of the young children, period, being yes. raised in the Afro-Caribbean culture yes, are being raised by women. Absolutely. And I have had conversations with individuals, with friends, with co-workers, And we've gotten into debates uh, where it comes to, okay, well, we're gonna have a club and it's a girl's club. And everybody's like, yay! And I'm like, okay, well, let's make sure that we do the best and we'll have a boy's club. Everything is a boy's club. I'm like, okay. right? Sexism. Women go through sexism. Women deal with sexual harassment. It takes Mm -hmm. place. Men, we deal with sexual harassment and sexism. But when it's spoken about, it's, yeah, but who's really gonna harass you? Now, these are other women that I've mm-hmm. seen that bring this type of mentality. And this is something that really, really frightens me because they particularly are raising the young men. Absolutely. And if you're raising children, I found that you cannot raise. How do I say? It? If you're going to raise a child, you have to raise them in a balanced manner. Absolutely. Now, of course, that is the what a lot of people say. That's ideal, son. You know, but it's yeah. not. You know what happens most of the time. But I'm very fearful because a lot of these young men that are being raised, these they're not seeing uh, uh, tyrannical figures of men pushing down women. They're being raised right. by very strong women so you know where what do we do with this type of mentality
1: you know that is a broad question that i'm going to answer that question but as people as an individual as a woman you have to really, and this is what my platform is about, is about owning who you are, embracing your voice to eventually heal any childhood traumas that you may have internally. Because what I have learned is if they're not addressed at least, because healing is a process, we know that. If they're not at least owned and addressed, it can affect your adult life. And then if you have children, it's just a it's just a cycle that never ends. So to me, As an individual, you really have to address your eternal issues, any childhood traumas, and you have to be honest with yourself. Something that you would think is so easy to do isn't. Um, It's called accountability. And I don't know if a part of it is an ego, because it hurts. I've had time when I had to really just say, Lotus, just say procrastination. You procrastinate too much. You know, if you want to be successful in certain areas or to do, or you want to show your son, because I have a son, he's nine, um, to become the best kid he can ever be, how can you teach him that if you are constantly procrastinating? You know, so you, there comes a time you have to own accountability in who you are. Now, when you have children, and if, for instance, for myself, I have a son. My father wasn't there. My mom and my father married okay but they divorced at an early age um i had lots of father figures growing up but i didn't have that in-house father figure so i was raised by nothing but very strong afro caribbean women okay very strong these women came up in the 30s 40s 50s you understand you know so i was taught how to never depend on a man for anything even though they taught me how to be domesticated um um uh, catering all those things i was taught don't wait for no man doing for you you need to take care of it take care of it on your own and go from there now when it comes down to my son being that we don't have that in house there to be with him every day to kind of shape him and like you stated make it more balanced it wasn't until recently, I want to say about maybe six to eight months ago, where I finally said, okay, in order for me to give him a better upbringing, what I can't do, I have to assign it to somebody else that I trust, that can shape that for me. Um, talk about sexism. Um, that's... He's getting to a point where he's starting to be curious about certain things. We haven't had that conversation yet, but when I have that conversation with him, I have to give him a very balanced outcome when it comes down to that. It can't just be strictly from my eyes or from a woman's experience. Yes, little boys, men, they can be raped. They can be touched. Mm -hmm. And they don't speak about it because they're taught that if you do this, you're lesser than a man or you're not a boy. You're going to be judged as a girl. You know, it's not right. So God forbid it. I hope that never happens to him. But I have to have that conversation with him and explain to him if this happens. You are just as better as a kid, as a boy, as a man, as any other man. It doesn't make you any lesser. However, this is your body. No one has the right to touch you in that manner. And it is very important that you alert officials if he's older or alert your parents. So we have to be really honest with ourselves and we can't be bitter. And we have to understand that even though these are our children, These children belong to the world. They have their own identity. They're going to go away. They're going to grow up one day. So you can't teach them everything that you think was right, that you were taught. Because let's be honest, what our elders and what our parents might have taught us, all those things wasn't right.
0: Hey everyone, we hope that you're enjoying the interview thus far. We'd just like to take some quick time out to remind everybody to like, follow, share, and subscribe. With every like, follow, share, and subscription, it helps the Daylight Fit Podcast to grow. And the more we grow, the more information we can bring to you, the listener. So please, take some time out, like, follow, share, and subscribe. Thank you. I, I have great. to agree. I have to agree with that. Um, I actually had a conversation with my older brother not too long ago, and we were really talking about my my father uh, was born in the tail end of '39. Yes. So uh, a lot it, it a lot of things that I find about that generation is a, a great deal of strength. And this just with the entire generation, not even specifically uh, a specific culture, but just in that generation, a tremendous amount of strength. What I do not appreciate, though I won't say appreciate, what I think is a hindrance or something that in this day and age isn't the best or isn't or can be more balanced is the fact of. Back then, I don't. It seems as though there was an idea of you know you live and die by your your boots. You yes, know, I, be- that's I believe this. This is that's what it correct. is. and This is how we're gonna go that's about right. it. Not a bad thing. Unfortunately, though, it seems that many of that generation didn't maybe have the access to as much mm-hmm. information as we have. So,
1: correct.
0: and even when they find it, it's like. So what? I'm still here. I'm d- I'm dug in, but you're dug in okay. the wrong thing. You know absolutely, what I'm so it's like absolutely fighting and pulling teeth, and they're like, even though they're like, no, this is this is how it is. You're like, no, yes, it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> you know,
1: same with
0: um, my family. It's really not. Yeah, I, I, I find that dealing with uh, relationships between men and women, like if I talk to my uncles sometimes i, I literally I, I, it's no this is not a lie i'll never forget i was sitting down with both of my uncles and they were both giving me advice about women and i'm just glad that i had enough sense that my parents put in me to realize when somebody was telling me bullshit, because <laughs> they told, if i'd have believed the stuff that they did oh my God. i'd have exactly. got hurt i'd have got hurt or or i'd have gotten some poor girl pregnant all right because Same this is this nonsense that they believe, but I realized how many, there there are just as many people that believe in certain nonsense, I want to say certain information, mm-hmm. you know, on both sides of the coin. Correct. Um, Correct. Now, you and I got into this conversation, when we got into this conversation yesterday, I could feel it. You were just like, I'm about to tell these men. Yes. <laughs> this place is. So this is the thing, I want you to start talking about that because when you said that uh, men have their place, this is something that always, I always feel some type of way about because I feel like this is something a woman can say. But if a man says a woman has a place, you sexist pig, it's like, <laughs> it's like, but no, no, I didn't even get a chance to say what the place was. No, you're still a sexist pig. You can't <laughs> say shit. So tell me. So... Let's let's get let's get there because I know you want to say.
1: Okay. So when I speak of and I said I'm not gonna be PC at all. Well, so when I talk of and men having their place and women having their place, right? Even though we are both human, um, even though, you know, to me we're somewhat equal, even though um yeah, there's where scientists says that women, women, women and men we process differently. Who knows i just know how i process and i know how my 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 female friends my family my male friends my male family members process things and it's slightly is quite different you know but when i speak of men knowing their place it once came from a place of me thinking like okay a man should take care of everything a man should take care of the bills a man should take care of I'm going to be a man should take, cause that's the upbringing I come from. A man should take care of the bills. The man should do all the yard cleaning. A man should do all the hard things, the hard stuff when it comes down to, um, in a relationship or marriage with a woman. Uh, but then I learned, I learned as years goes on, as years goes on. I said, wow, you know, I have this man that does everything, paying bills, Doing all of the guard work, um, doing, taking the trash out. These are things I was taught. These are things you see on television. You know, this is what men do, right? That's all I know. But I also learned that he was a tool. I looked at him as a tool. Mm. And I didn't understand. Okay, here's his tool here. Why aren't you doing this? Because if they turned around and said, sacred, go over there and cook me dinner now, i am be like, are you, what? I'm gonna have attitude but I'm gonna be honest there were times i would be very like why didn't you do this you know I, I need you to go and pick this up why I need you to go you know uh, my car my tire is flat out there you know you said you was gonna change it why haven't you done it you know and as a woman you get that from a man you have that that's what they know that's the taught. but then that's when the emotional and the mental the spirituality comes in At it. it's vacant it's like is nothing. And so when I say as of 2020, a man's place, to me, a man's place is to be somewhat similar to what my place would be, is to be a confident, secure, um, knowing that he's just as human as I am and i can't look at him as a tool if i know how to fix the sink myself if i can sit up online all day and look at youtube constantly and i have a little you know green thumb and i know how to fix certain things and it's just a little twist with the sink i can do that myself that's not gonna make me a lesser woman or a lesser human um and i wish in my previous relationship that I could have looked at him less than a tool and more as a human. And that would have, I probably would have received my answer how come he wasn't so emotionally engaging, spiritually engaging with me. Because after he's done everything that we want the man place to do, a man is exhausted, he's tired. The last thing he's trying to do is now after he didn't cut your how many acres of grass, and ran up and down the store for you, then something that you forgot to tell him to get for you. He has done all of that. There's no man or woman that will have the mental capacity and the patience to sit there and I talk a lot (laughs) and hear me do this for the next two hours because now I need you to be my confidant. I need you to be emotionally connected to me. Now I don't understand why you're not. So uh, when it comes down to this place thing, it's subjective, And I feel that whatever his strength is, whatever your strength is, you look at it, I feel you shouldn't worry about what everybody else is doing. If it works for you, it works for you. Where I'm weak at, he might be strong. Where he's weak at, he I might be stronger at it. And to have a mutual understanding and respect from one another, but I'm going to be honest. Even today, after saying all of that, conditional behavior is, some, is, is something serious because I don't mind. I'm of age, and
0: you are not of age, girl. Get
1: out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I'm really of age, okay. And all my life, I have been taught that a man is the He's the one that comes in, he's supposed to take care of everything. Uh, The bills, uh, if something needs to be fixed around the house, he's supposed to do it. He's supposed to cut the grass. But I've never was taught about a man being there for me mentally. And we both know, I'm not gonna sit up and speak for all women, even though some women listen to this may disagree, but I'm not crazy. A woman period, just like, cause you're human. We are emotional. And also if you're not emotional, you're emotional on that time of the month. You know, so we're emotional. What human doesn't want to be looked at as human? and talk to an understanding. There's no better understanding and peace and feeling. It's better than money when you can talk to someone and they can actively and actively listen and actively communicate with you and it helps a lot of stress. It helps you with your anxiety, your depression, your moods, your day, all of that. So when we look at men and we say, okay, you are only meant to do this I think it's really unfair sometimes for us to also question some of them to not understand why they're unable to be emotionally available for us. So as women, we have to make a choice and figure it out, you know, and and also look at how we we handle ourselves and how we talk to them, you know, how we talk to men, you know, and I'm going to be honest because I'm guilty of it. Sometimes we talk at men and not to them
0: amen I, I, I i'll say amen amen <laughs> on that. I, I've been Me, I
1: mean i mean talk at you we don't talk to him and that's why some don't listen not that he doesn't listen it's just that you have to know how to communicate with him and every man is different but i'm gonna keep saying it if we are constantly looking at him as his pockets what he can give um what he can fix and how in the world can someone again have the emotional capacity to be there for you and we know a lot of us are diagnosed undiagnosed bipolar you know so it's, it's, it's a lot it's a lot on the man it really is
0: you're saying some things that i think is really interesting because um i once had a conversation uh a long time ago with a therapist and they were saying that every relationship is different you know yes. and every need is different um and that's one thing that we don't generally or aren't generally truthful about we're not really always truthful about what it is that we need or want um i can speak for myself i've been in relationships whereas the woman i was with her thing was security i need a man to be able to make me feel secure through my experiences, through the things I've been through, through the lessons I learned, I realized something that no amount no amount of money, no amount of, uh, uh, of physicality, no amount of anything is going to be enough to make an individual feel secure if they don't feel secure within themselves. I can't tell you how many arguments I, I mean. had, how many debates. <laughs> Um, and then they would get really ugly be, you know i remember yeah. being told that you know you're not a man because you can't do that that and the third and i'm like okay yeah. nobody is going to be able to do that for you because the moment that man that has the money dies goes away' yeah. he's tired you're not secure again absolutely you know and what do you love, seen, what have you learned exactly and i've seen you this have- with buddies of mine i know for get a buddy of mine said something he said you know you got to train a woman like you will train a puppy i said if you got to train a <laughs> woman i mean like I, I mean i've known puppies i've had pets. Yeah. Like, if you think that then you think less of yourself i'm like because you got a mom absolutely you no know, but these are things that we get from i'll say all right our outside elders you know when i say mm-hmm. outside elders i don't mean necessarily like our family you know maybe for some it might be mm-hmm. but a lot of times you know we get them from the street we get mm-hmm. them from friends we get them from other individuals that are just just as i will say emotionally crippled as us
1: yeah
0: you know and yeah. <laughs> and that's you know <laughs> what we're really dealing with you know, we right. it's very rare. Now I can have a conversation with a right. woman and say, you know, and it's like, what is it that you're looking for? And hear her say, Well, you know, I'm looking for this, that, and the third. Okay. Cause my thing is I always tell individuals, I'm looking for a partner. I was very surprised how many people did not know what a partner really was. Yeah. I'm like, a real partner. I'm like, they're like, yeah, I'm looking for a partner too. No, you're looking mm. for a thunder,
1: yeah you know, a you're,
0: you're that's what you're looking for, for a maintenance <laughs> you know, I, I, boy, it, I wish you could have been there some of my friends have seen me they they say I'm the hard one they're like you're the one that makes people cry I'm like
1: yeah
0: I'm like no because I'm truthful I'm like I don't having been through certain real life experiences now yeah, I don't find that it's worth it To sit around and just pause and be like, "Yeah, let's be cute together."
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's, see
0: you know, because then that shit falls by the wayside, you know. It does over time. It does. What are or what would you say is the most important thing? One of the most important things. I think you already touched on it when you said about communication. Uh huh. But what would you say is one of the most? or second most important things that we need Mm -hmm. to do in order to change this back and forth that we have as men and women. This, because this is really, as they say, a battle of the sexes and it doesn't need to exist. Mm -hmm. So how can we actually begin to make a truce and come together?
1: Stop, stop looking at damn lifetimes. Stop looking at social media thinking that, that, your life's supposed to be what you watch on cable or what you're reading or what you're seeing on social media. That stuff is fictitious. That's the whole script on television. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's made that way because they know there's millions and I'm going to agree. I see all these these comments out here from women and I'm not bashing them, but I'm going to go there. Oh, I don't need a man. I don't need this. Okay, sis, well, stop talking about it. You know, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. But you, you constantly posting all these subliminal memes and uh, on every uh, social media website, I mean, social dating website there is, you don't need a man, what's going on? Be honest with yourself. And like you said, you got to be honest with yourself. And again, that goes back to what I said earlier. You know, you have to be honest. If you're not honest, it's not going to stop. It's, it's not going to fix. If nothing changes, nothing changes so i'm not a scientist i'm not a psychologist but it it, is it's proven that with our minds kind of like being a a psychological liar where you're constantly on social media all day and you're feeding that poison in your mind constantly subconsciously you're starting to believe this is what your relationship's supposed to be like Mm. and it doesn't yes relationships are different but you know it was even even more different People. Every man doesn't know how to fix this thing. Every man is not going to be making six figures. And if you're looking for a man to make six figures, even though if a man that's making six figures may not, most of them a lot of times don't really. I wouldn't say they don't care, but it's it's common to see them date or marry women that doesn't that don't work or don't make as much money. Cause okay, whatever. But let's get back to you. Says this is what you want, and I have no problem with that. But what are you making? What are you providing? What if something happened to him and he lost his job, especially during this pandemic? Are you gonna leave him? What's gonna happen to you in your house and your children? What are you bringing to this partnership? What are you bringing to this union? So again, to go back to how we can fix this, accountability, being honest with yourself, knowing that what you see on television what you see on social media does not um, identify. It does not speak on what a man is supposed to be. Every man isn't macho as we think what macho is supposed to be. I met some of the most, and I'm a geek. I love I love nerds and geeks. They're some of the most masculine men to me. Whereas another woman, another woman may look at them and say, oh, he's soft. I'm like. Girl, no, he's not, you know, (laughs) very alpha man, to be honest with you, but every man is not this picture that we have been taught to what a man supposed and look and be like. And it's sad. And again, I like to use myself as an example. I don't sit back and talk about other people and say what they do. I put myself in it. I was once that woman. Like I thought that if a man didn't talk with a heavy voice, it would turn me off. You know, and we understand how you know. We understand how you know a man having a heavy voice can kind of you know attract women, just like how a woman that's curvy or a woman has a a, her favorite perfume behind the track of man. You know, and we get all of that. But I had to learn just because he has a higher speaking voice that he's still a man. So we have to stop. We together, men and women, we really have to stop. making up this idea. It's like it reminds me of that uh that movie Weird Science. <laughs> we have now you are dating yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now you're dating yourself. Making up this weird idea of what we think what this man or this woman's supposed to be and what I find hilarious. Okay. Well Lotus, are you telling me I shouldn't have expectations? That's not what I'm saying. Yes, if you want a certain type of man or woman, go for it. But be honest, what, when this man or woman comes to you, what, how can you compliment them? So if you like a man or woman to communicate and listen to you and work and work hard, that makes no sense if you lazy and you, you know, like, it just makes no sense to me. And don't get me wrong. Some people, again, well, my husband didn't care that I didn't cook, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's not, that doesn't happen often. Okay. <laughs> so you have to be not necessarily just honest with yourself to attract someone else. You need to be honest with yourself and be better for yourself because when you're better for yourself and you grow for yourself, it's going to automatically benefit the person that you're trying to be with. And it's more of a smooth connection across the board. So, you know, it's, it's just, and it, it, it boggles my mind because, this, these are things I expect for teenagers or young adults, like up to 25. Right. Now, these are people, my age and older that still got Definitely. everything that they want out of, <laughs> out of a relationship, out of a man, off of social media, off of social media. And it's never going to work that way. You have to meet people where they're at, and then you go from there and see what you can build. Because when you date a person's potential, that's a train wreck. That's what you think he or she can be. But what if they don't become that? And then it's my selfish of you to look at somebody and say, I think you could become a lawyer. But what if, what if he wants to be a maintenance man?
0: Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: So you can't, I understand seeing the greatness of someone. You embrace it. But you give them the option to make their own move so we have to respect one another but it's not going to work if you don't respect yourself because a person that respects themselves self on an honest level on a human level they get it they only surround themselves with people that's like them as far as energy wise they're not going to look at you and say you supposed to be this because this is what I want well if that's what you want then you need to go over there because that's I'm not her
0: <laughs> you know what it's sacred we're getting ready to uh end it right here. Um, I wanted to, awesome. I thank you for being our guest but you said something that made me think about um you're talking about uh that what we see in a person you know that potential that we get wrapped up in you know and somebody asked me recently they said what is the story of the daylight Fit podcast and I had to think about it and the story was, it started from my ex-girlfriend telling me that she thought I was too old for potential. One Dang. of the things
1: i um. never forget that.
0: I'll never forget that, you know, and living through that, you know, it changed me. It changed yeah. me a lot because I had to grow as a person. I mean, it took yeah. me, it, it was a shock. Cause you know, we split, it, was, it wasn't the best split. But, you know it made me think what do you want to become right right so whatever potential she did or didn't see in me it's funny because at the end it's really what all that matters is what we see in
1: ourselves in ourselves that's it that's sacred it. lotus everybody i appreciate you thank you thank you so much for having me
0: So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I want to apologize to those out there. Uh, I didn't prepare you all uh, for the, the interview. We shot this video. Excuse me. We shot this interview uh, in the probably in July of 2020 uh, when the mandated shutdowns had just eased up and went to green in Philadelphia. And we moved back into our studio. So what you're hearing is in the sound quality, there's a, a stark difference. We had just moved in and we also were in the process of changing over to a video podcast as well. So there's actual video footage of this, of the interview with Sacred Lotus and myself, which will be on our Roku station. We're still in the editing process of this. Um, but the video quality and, uh, uh, or excuse me, the audio quality is, is, is starkly different because you're hearing me in a larger studio, but the going back and forth between, uh, shutting down, opening up, we're going to open up. We might be shutting down. Uh, that's what was taking place during the early parts of, uh, 2020. So, uh, that's why you're, there's a stark difference in audio quality where you hear uh, Sacred Lotus talking from her studio versus mine. Uh, the Roku uh, show will be placed up as soon as, again, we are able to edit down everything. Uh, just to let you all know that I myself do a lot of the show on my own and I have people I work with. I have many hats, it, 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 a lot of hats. Not only do I do this a weekly show, but I also uh, work for the Free Library of Philadelphia as a physical literacy specialist. So um, with doing that and the the, the the demands of that, as well as uh, being a trainer, being a content creator as well, um, there are a lot of hats to maneuver. And a lot of the individuals that help me with this show to produce it they also have a lot of hats that they wear uh, family related and uh, job related so and the pandemic has changed for all of us Um, not only am I just doing the things for my normal job I've had to pick up other skills and responsibilities where it comes to family so I'm saying all of this for people when they see our advertisement and they say well we thought that the show on Roku was going to be on this date, you have to bear with us because the pandemic has forced us all to kind of maneuver around um, to do different things. So uh, individuals that I may contact who are doing editing or helping to do editing or do uh, sound, uh, their family might have uh, gotten sick. Or maybe they're in a place where they can't get into their studio. Me, I am now, uh, my room is my studio. And if you watch when you see the show, it's drastically changed more into an office slash studio than a a room. Um, That's just the nature of the game. So I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that and to kind of apologize for not uh, uh, warning you prior to why there's an audio difference. But the regardless of that, the interview was stellar. And I want to thank Sacred Lotus for coming on to the show. She is one of the most genuine, sincere, beautiful guests. I love having her on the show because she speaks with such a sincerity and a power and a strength that comes from experience. And I encourage everybody to Check out her show, Sacred Lotus Radio, which can be found on SoundCloud. I do believe she does a live stream on Facebook as well as um, live.me. And she is a phenomenal. Oh, also, I think she does a live show on Tagged. And she's phenomenal. She is phenomenal with her ability to narrate and to have discussions and to Talk about things with such a conviction and power. So please follow her. And I thank all of you for joining us today. I hope that you all like this show. I want to encourage everybody, please reach out to us. I love to hear from uh, fans and listeners. Uh, You can reach out to us if you want to um, express something, you can go to our website which is www.delafitpodcast.com there's a comment section I would encourage everybody to use it if you want to learn more about the show learn about myself um, please go there if you are a person who wants to be a potential guest and you're like man I have something powerful inside of me I want to express that can help humanity it's a, it's a passion that I have please you can hit us up at www.delafitpodcast.com uh, excuse me. <laughs> you can hit us up at uh, daylightfit13 at gmail dot com. That is our email, um, and we are always interested in talking to individuals and uh, learning new experiences and new information that can help push humanity into a more prosperous and positive. Uh, area of life because that's what we're about the 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health with that being said i hope everybody enjoyed this show tune in next week same time same place uh for another episode of the de la fit podcast as always please love yourself love yourself first if you love yourself and treat yourself good and really are empathetic with yourself, guess what? I know you're going to do your best to try to treat others that way because it takes a lot of work to do that, to love yourself and to do the best for yourself. So with that being said, please be happy, be, help, be, happy, be healthy. Have a great day. Peace. You've been listening to the Delafit Podcast. ta for now.